and loaded on the Shooting Straight Radio Podcast, also known as Second Amendment University. It's all about firearms, the Second Amendment, and all things pertaining thereto. And I'm Royce, your host and professor emeritus of Second Amendment Studies right here, pouring it to you from both barrels with 100% felt recoil and no suppressor. If you don't have a podcast platform to listen to this program on, go to shootingstraightradio.com. The episodes are auto-loaded there from iHeartRadio. You can listen to them right there. And if you want to message me, hit me up at royce at shootingstraightradio.com. Also, Shooting Straight Radio podcast page on Farcebook. I try to keep the episodes updated there, but I have not been spending all that much time on Farcebook lately. I've got other irons in the fire, and not to mention the fact I'm kind of annoyed with Farcebook. They shadow ban me all the time and uh, hide my posts, especially the ones uh, with the podcast episode links on them. Well, that being said, if you'd like to have first access to all the episodes, patreon.com forward slash shooting straight radio podcast. Also, Patreon, uh, Patreon sponsors, I owe you an apology. The last few episodes I have not gotten up in time. Usually you guys get them first. I did not do that due to circumstances. Well, I wouldn't say totally beyond my control, but again, this is not a time for excuses. This is a time for apologies. I made a promise to you and I will see to it in the future that that promise is continued to be kept. All right. All righty. The pro-infringement groups and the Democrat communists have all won what they believe, to, of course, to be a major victory over the lawful citizens and their rights. And they, uh, by the way, you know they all work hand in hand, right? The Democrat communists on Capitol Hill, the Democrat communists in the media, and the Democrat communists in all of the pro-infringement anti-rights groups like Mommies Demand Action, I call them commie mommies, uh, Giffords Group, Brady Group, and so on and so forth. Now, I do believe there are some genuinely, uh, what should I say, genuine people who are in the ranks of those groups, but they're certainly not in the upper echelons. They are people who have been duped by a lie put forth by these pro-infringement groups that, by, uh, that 
we need to do something about gun violence and we need to have more gun safety laws and they actually would they don't they don't apply critical thinking unfortunately and they don't understand that you cannot legislate bad people into compliance it doesn't work that way never has and it never will now these scumbag i mean these nice people <clears throat> have always been trying to go after the gun industry and the right to keep and bear arms and they think they found uh, the perfect way to do that now and they're starting to implement it they have begun to put pressure on the credit card processing companies and they are starting a big mess they have basically uh, pressured visa mastercard and american express to start categorizing gun shop sales now they claim what well, all this is they're categorizing gun store you know purchases Okay, yeah, nothing nefarious about that. Of course, you know, I mean, just the fact that Charles Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Moms Demand Action, Gun Sense for America, blah, 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 all them uh, are behind all this. You know, they would, they just really trying to make sure that everything's categorized properly. Uh-huh. Yeah, nothing nefarious going on whatsoever. And if you believe that, I have some beachfront property in Arizona to sell you. Now. This is going to lead to some bad things, and I'm going to explain what all this could lead to. And it is the gun banner's dream. They can do it without even having to pass a law through Congress, through the Senate, and put it on the president's desk. They can backdoor it by using you know, economic methods, going after the wallets and the purchasing power of the manufacturers, the distributors, the retailers, and ultimately the consumers. So this is an article by the Associated Press. <clears throat> Excuse me. The author is Ken Sweet. And this is the article that says payment processor Visa Incorporated said Saturday that it plans to start separately categorizing sales at gun shops. A major win for gun control advocates who say it will help better track suspicious surges of gun sales that could be a prelude to a mass shooting. Could be? Well, would it, well yeah, could be, but then again, it may not be. A lot of these people, these scumbags who walk in and start hosing the place down and people, uh, they, they have bought their stuff over time. Or, in uh, one case, like Columbine, they stole their guns from their family. So, this is, by the way, this decision is a 180-degree waffling from uh, when, probably, I think, but yeah, back in 2018, Visa and MasterCard were prompted to do this very thing, and they declined back then to monitor and arbitrate purchases of their customers because in their own words, they said that it would set a dangerous precedent. But now fast forward four years later, and here they are. Oh, no, we're going to start flagging gun sales. We're going to start categorizing gun sales. Well, their exact words in 2008 were, or 2018, we do not believe Visa should be in the position of setting restrictions on the sale of lawful goods and services. Okay, what changed your mind? Well, I'll answer that for you in just a little bit. Yeah, it's unions. 
I'll explain in just a minute. Back to the article. But the decision by Visa, the world's largest payment processor, will likely provoke the ire of gun rights advocates and gun lobbyists who have argued that categorizing gun sales would unfairly flag an industry when most sales do not lead to mass shootings. And that's a stinking understatement right there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you got, what, 10 horrific shootings taking place. And again, the free rights of of our exercise of our rights to keep and bear arms is not predicated on the actions of bad people with guns. All right. You can't point to them and say, well, they represent you and therefore we're taking your guns away to make sure they can't do anything bad again. Uh, that's ridiculous beyond measure. And we know good and well, that's a farce and a facade. And the real, the real reason behind all this is, is you want to disarm all of us. We're not taking it. So yes, 10 out of what, uh, 40 or 50 million gun sales. 10 of those guns were maybe used for these mass slaughters of human beings in gun-free zones. Yeah. Okay. How do, how do those 10 dictate whether or not we should be able to freely exercise our right to keep and bear arms? You know, it, 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 this is a lawful industry selling lawful products to lawful citizens. Why is this an issue? Back to the article. It joins MasterCard and American Express, which also said they plan to move forward with categorizing gun shop sales. Again, keep in mind, why? What made them waffle? Hmm. Well, stand by. But again, this is the assault against the gun industry. I've been telling you this has been happening. It's a direct assault against gun manufacturers, gun distributors, gun retailers, and gun purchasers because many of these companies and people use credit cards throughout the course of their business building and selling and buying firearms. They use credit cards to make, they use company cards to make purchases from each other. Distributors distributors will use credit cards but a lot of them use electronic funds transfers. And by the way, wait, banks are going to jump on this bandwagon soon too. And they use, uh, they, they, they make, you know, millions of dollars in purchases with these credit cards. So yeah, this is going to impact a lot of people in a very bad way. Innocent people, people who've done nothing wrong. Back to the article, Visa said it would adopt the International Organization for Standardization's new merchant code for gun sales. Why are you adopting an international organization code? Uh, We're in America here. Anyway, uh, this was announced on Friday. Until Friday, gun store sales were considered general merchandise. The payment processor Visa stated, following ISO's decision to establish a new merchant category code, Visa will proceed with next steps while ensuring that we protect all legal commerce on the Visa network in accordance with our long-standing rules. I'm going to call bull fertilizer on that right off the bat because I don't believe that's what's going to happen. The article continues, two of the country's largest public pension funds, here we go, I'm about to explain to you what motivated these credit card companies to do what they did. 
Two of the large, the company, the, I'm sorry, let me quit tripping over my tongue here. Two of the country's largest public pension funds in California and New York, shocking, oh my goodness, just utterly so shocking, have been pressing the country's largest credit card firms to establish sales codes specifically for firearm-related sales that could flag suspicious purchases or more easily trace guns, or I'm sorry, more easily trace how guns and ammunition are sold. Um, No, it's going to be much more than that. But let's get back to the California and New York thing. The two largest bastions of communism in America today it's hardly any shock whatsoever that they are the ones pulling this. They are the ones that pressured the credit card industry into doing this very thing, waffling from their decision just four years ago. Back to the article. Merchant uh, category codes now exist for almost every kind of purchase, including those made at supermarkets, clothing stores, coffee shops, and many other retailers. And yes, they do uh, create those codes for those categories. And the reason is to track, to uh, keep track of marketing trends and they later say, uh, sell that data because that's another way that credit card companies make money. They sell uh, purchasing data about clothing, groceries, things like that to a litany of companies out there And so people know what's selling, what's not selling, and things like that. So they're not just making money off the 19% interest they're charging you on these credit cards. They're selling your purchasing data and the purchasing data of millions of other Americans. So what are they going to do with this data? Mm. Well, New York City Mayor Eric Adams, oh yes, he's such a fine little communist. He said, when you when you buy an airline ticket or pay for your groceries, your credit card company has a special code for those retailers. And here's the, the phrase that makes me want to puke and grab him by the throat and shake him. It's just common sense that we have the same policies in place for gun and ammunition stores. Why? Are they tracking sales codes for that? Hmm? Well, there's no need to. NSSF already tracks all the gun purchasers. Purchases, FDLE and NICS also do the same thing. This has nothing to do with tracking purchasing trends or purchasing data. And you dadgum well know it, you filthy little communist. This has nothing to do with that. The city's comptroller, Brad Lander, said it made moral and financial sense as a tool to push back against gun violence. Lander said recently, before Visa and the others adopted this move, unfortunately, the credit card companies have failed to support this simple, practical, potentially life-saving tool. This time has come for them to do so. All right, I got one question that's going to blow all of this crap right out of the water, okay? One question for Mr. Lander, for Visa, MasterCard, American Express, for all the gun control groups and all the communists up on Capitol Hill and all the communists in the media. Okay, you ready for this? How many criminals use credit cards to acquire their weapons from lawful dealers? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. None. None. Yes, I know the little scumbag shooter in Uvalde uh, apparently bought his guns on credit and that others have been purchased on credit. But again, people have bought many things on credit that were used as weapons later. The problem here is you're talking about pushing back against gun violence as if lawful keepers and bearers who are purchasing firearms with their credit cards are the problem. This is a misdirection, and you dadgum well know it. This has nothing to do with gun violence. This has everything to do with trying to cut off the supply of arms to the people of the United States in all 50 states. Lander is a trustee of the New York City Employees Retirement System, Teachers Retirement System, and Board of Education Retirement System, which together owns 667,200 shares in American Express, valued at approximately 92.49 million, 1.1 million shares in MasterCard, valued at approximately 347.59 million, and 1.85 million shares in Visa, valued at approximately $363.86 million. And now you know why this little scumbag said that it is a financial tool, a financial move. A moral and financial sense is what this makes allegedly as a tool to push back against gun violence. It's a financial, yeah, it makes financial sense for these companies because you and your fellow little communists and all of these unions hold the lion's share of stock. You could break these companies overnight if you wanted to, and you used that leverage to do exactly that. And I believe this plan of yours has been in the works for a long time. I believe you people have been gobbling up shares of Visa, MasterCard, and American Express for years now, well before 2018. And here you are today, arm-twisting these companies into making a separate category for gun purchases because there's a plan for that. And you know that you know I'm right. I, I know I'm right. Mr. Lander knows I'm right. And all the other communists know good and stinking well that I'm right. The article says the pension funds and gun control advocates argue that creating a merchant category code for standalone firearm and ammunition stores could aid in the battle of gu against gun violence. Okay, well, first of all, you said that this is a pushback against gun violence, and now you're saying, well, this could aid in the battle against gun violence. Well, which one is it? Is this a pushback against it, or is it possible that it might aid the battle against gun violence? Uh, again, those were both rhetorical questions. We know good and stinking well what's going on here. So what happens when everybody finds out that this scheme has no effect on gun violence at all? Well, what do you think is going to happen? You think you're gonna, they're going to come out and say, all right, we apologize to the National Rifle Association, Gun Owners of America, the Second Amendment, Poly, uh, Second Amendment Foundation, the Firearms Policy Coalition Group. Uh, all of you guys, we were wrong about this. Uh, it did not place, uh, you know, make even a dent in violent crime. Um, and now we're going to plead with the credit card companies to 
uh, to stop this categorization of gun of, uh, firearm sales at gun stores. Mm -hmm. And if you believe that, I, again, I've still got that waterfront property, that oceanfront property there in Arizona for sale, okay? Yeah. We're going to take a brief commercial timeout. We'll be right back. Again, I remind you, Captain Rob and the Listener Retention Squad, they are on standby and they are monitoring you just like the credit card companies are. Hey, yep, don't fast forward through the commercials. We'll be right back. Life has a way of throwing unforeseen events and new opportunities our way. At Glover, Orndorff, and Flanagan Wealth Management, they are dedicated to putting your interests first with a truly personalized approach. They are there to bring confidence to your investment planning choices. Whether you need income production for retirement, 401k guidance, long-term investments, or other financial planning needs, they'll focus on the establishment of a plan tailored to your life's priorities. For more information, call Bill Orndorff, partner with Glover, Orndorff, and Flanagan Wealth Management today at 321-344-1202. 321-344-1202. Investment products and services are offered through Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network, LLC. Member SIPC, Glover, Orndorff, and Flanagan, LLC is a separate entity from Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network. Counter-Strike Tactical is the best little gun store in Melbourne, Anthony Vallejo. Owner and combat veteran, go-to weapons brand rifles, AR-15s, AK-47s, handguns, ammo. Visit the best little gun store in Melbourne or call 321-499-4949 and tell Anthony that Roy sent you. My buddies out at WJS Guns in Merritt Island, Bill Stasak and Dalton and Troy and the gang out there do a fine job taking care of all their customers, including law enforcement officers who want to buy Blue Label firearms. He's a Blue Label dealer for multiple manufacturers, also very female friendly. They do a great job serving all of their customers. They will get you squared away and well regulated in your Second Amendment rights. He offers handguns, long guns, a great selection of 1791 gun leather brand holsters, also body armor, uh, ammunition, uh, magazines. What are you looking for? Bill's got you covered out there at WJS Guns. Check him out at WJSGuns.com. If you want to do some fishing, he's got you covered with fishing tackle. Bill is a total outdoor store. WJSGuns.com. Check them out there. Do make sure you tell them you heard about them on the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. ShootingClasses.com. If you are a firearms instructor, that's the only logical place to run your firearms business from. ShootingClasses.com. You can set up your page there, set up your profile, set up your classes, take payments there. Your certificates are auto-generated. Rosters are auto-generated. And also sends emails out to your students before the class reminding them at least a week or two out they have a class coming up and uh, I can't find any other platform out there where it makes sense to run your business from if you're a firearms instructor everything's right there even even if you want to print your financial reports come tax time it's all right there at shootingclasses.com if you're a student uh, set up an account out there and you get matched up with some serious serious firearms instructors men like david boone benton israel matos chris tonto peranto and guys like that bill orndorff bruce corey those are the guys that actually founded shootingclasses.com 
It is, I'll tell you what, it's genius. And it simply doesn't make sense to try to run your business from any other platform. Shootingclasses.com. Huge thank yous to Glover, Orndorff, and Flanagan Financial Management, Financial Wealth Management, uh, Counter-Strike Tactical, WJS Guns, and ShootingClasses.com. I sincerely appreciate all of you guys keeping your sponsorship rolling here and keeping this program going. It means the world to me and to my listeners. I thank you enough. I can't thank you enough. I'm sorry. <clears throat> now, we're talking about credit card companies being coerced by multiple unions who are shareholders in American Express, MasterCard, and Visa, pressuring them to start flagging gun sales. And that's exactly what's going to happen. This is a, uh, a dream come true for all of these filthy communists. And I, I, I got news for you. This is going to hurt the industry. I wish I could say, ah, go ahead and do it all you want. It's not going to happen. No, it's going to hurt the industry. It's definitely going to affect us. Credit card company, I want you to think about this. This is not just some harmless flagging of a purchase here and there. This is going to be used heavily as a weapon against the gun industry. Credit card companies can now be fully and totally used by the domestic enemies of the Constitution, used as a tool to implement all of their totalitarian dreams. First of all, this is going to lead to a gun registration. Oh, come on, Royce, what are you talking about? Man, they're not the ATF. Nope, they're not the ATF, but I promise you the ATF will be talking to them and working with them, and they will be working with the ATF because, again, these shareholders are going to start pressuring them to walk in lockstep with their plans to keep disarming us. So it will lead to a gun registration. Uh, the first thing that's going to happen, they're going to start flagging things like uh, the purchases of, uh, like, say, boats or ATVs or things like that from Bass Pro Shop and places like that. Well, it was a large purchase, and we thought it might be a lot of guns or something. Uh, and, and then when they start facing the inevitable backlash from that, like, come on, you're being ridiculous here. We're just trying to buy a stinking boat from Bass Pro. All right, well, what we're going to do, we're going to create a format then that you can use uh, to separate the gun purchases from the other purchases that you make here at your gun store. Um, all it's going to require is the gun's make, model, caliber, and serial number. And uh, all you have to do is, matter, matter of fact, it's going to have to include the background check approval number too, Okay. And uh, by the way, these fields are going to be required in order to finalize the purchase. So uh, you're surely you can understand why we have to take these precautions. After all, we're trying to, you know, uh, make a stand against gun violence in this country. So we're sorry that we flagged your ATV purchase at Bass Pro and, or your boat purchase at Bass Pro. So we're going to make sure that guns have their own specific category instead of just categorizing all of your accessories there at your gun store to be firearms. We're going to make sure that they are indeed firearm purchases, but we will require your assistance with this again by uh, making sure we know the guns make, model, caliber, and serial number, and the background check approval number. Surely you can work with us on that. Oh, don't you think they won't? 
Oh, come on, people. I know how these people work, and you do too. We're not stupid. Once this information has been gleaned by the credit card company, it's only going to be a matter of time before the ATF accesses that data because they're not going to get rid of it. They're going to keep it. And you know what? The credit card companies might even volunteer to give this information to the ATF. You know, all they have to do is get a little pressure from those unions who are holding all the lion's share of the stock. Uh-huh. Hey, you want us to pull our stock out of here? You need to give that data to the ATF to make sure that none of those purchases are going to be used to commit gun violence. You don't want that on your conscience, do you? Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't want that on your conscience and if you want to keep us as stockholders and you don't want us to dump our stock all of a sudden, uh, you need to surrender that data to the ATF. Don't think it won't happen. And the ATF will gleefully accept it and they'll continue building their illegal gun registry that they've been building for some time. And by the way, since there's no law against the credit card companies demanding and storing this information, and there's no law that says they can't grant ATF the access to it, uh, there's really no laws being broken. Now, I do expect lawsuits from people like Firearms Policy Coalition, GOA, and the Second Amendment Foundation, but... It's going to be a mess before then, and it's going to be another big, nasty fight we're going to find ourselves embroiled in. This is also going to lead to gun and ammunition rationing. Well, come on. What are you talking about, Royce? How's that going to happen? Well, you think about a buyer goes into his favorite gun store, his or her favorite gun store, to, and goes through all the, the process of purchasing a firearm, but they just purchased one a week ago or a month ago, or even two months ago, and the credit card company now has this little flag on there that if you try to buy another firearm within a certain amount of time, they'll stop the sale. Don't think it won't happen, people. I promise you, they're already setting up the implementation of that very thing. They'll, they'll flag the sale. They'll deny the funds because in their assessment, you're buying too many guns. Oh, by the way, all the criteria that they're going to use to do this is going to come from those shareholders, those unions, Mr. Lander, and all of those people. Yeah. It's also, oh, by the way, they're going to do that with ammo, too. They'll do it with ammo. Competitive shooters and training junkies like your humble host here will be repeatedly flagged and denied every time we want to buy a thousand rounds of ammo. Because to them, that's just way too much ammo. And you should not be buying that much unless you're a spree shooter. So we're going to flag that sale too. Oh, because they're going to start categorizing ammunition separately too. Right along with the separate categorization for guns. Don't think it won't happen, people. This is, this is exactly where this is going. This is the foundation for all these things. And gun banning is going to happen with this too, individually and collectively. It will be entirely at the discretion of the credit card companies to approve a sale. Anytime they want, they can flag you permanently as a prohibited purchaser 
based simply on the volume of your purchases. They could go back through years of your buying history and go, you know what, this guy's bought like 15 guns. He doesn't need any more because we say he doesn't. And by the way, our shareholder said he doesn't need it either. So we have to go ahead and, and just, you know, he's got enough guns. He doesn't need any more. He's, he is perpetually prohibited from purchasing firearms through our credit services. And they'll do it under the guise of protecting the public from gun violence, which is all the anti-rights people have to cite in order to sanctify their actions and assuage their consciences for the damage they're doing. So this is going to lead to uh, gun registration, gun and ammunition rationing, and gun banning individually and collectively, and also an assault weapons ban. Well, how are they going to ban assault weapons? Well, bear with me. All it's going to take is a decree from on high in Washington, D.C., a decree of a national state of emergency. We have a national epidemic of gun violence. This has to stop. It'll also be announced, by the way, on the back end of another tragic shooting in a gun-free zone. All it's going to take is that, and suddenly those shareholders are going to start pressuring the credit card processors again and say, oh, you know what? We're, we're, we're just going to pull out of here. If you, if you okay even so much as one gun purchase from here on out, we're pulling all of our stock. We're done. We, we are done with this. We, are, we, we have to do something. And, of course, for them do, doing something is banning guns from all people, and especially assault weapons ban, which is that's what they're going to do. These credit card companies are going to be pressured by all those unions. Uh, we don't want you okaying purchases of assault weapons anymore. Mm-hmm. So when someone puts in make, model, and serial number of an assault weapon, you will deny the purchase, or we will be pulling our stock. It's going to happen, people. It's going to happen. The credit card companies, all it, you know, all it takes is for Bolshevik Biden and uh, Barack the Bolshevik, who's really making the decisions behind the scenes, to simply say, we have to do something to, something to stop this epidemic of gun violence. It has to be done now. We're tired of this and act all sanctimonious and outraged. <clears throat> and the credit card companies are going to want to jump on that sanctimonious bandwagon and immediately and indefinitely suspend all funds and all approvals for semi-automatic firearms. Or, you know what, they might even do it voluntarily just to show how woke they are. Either way, be assured that they will very quickly stop approving funds for so-called assault weapons. It's going to happen, people. Now, what do we do, Royce? Give us a solution. Well, if you want, uh, you know, some really good common sense on this, you should have asked me when I was 18. I knew everything back then. But... Just some common sense solutions for us would be to start writing checks for all of your gun store purchases. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is until, of course, they get the banks to jump on the bandwagon. And I got a feeling all of these unions are probably buying up stock in all of these banks now, too. You watch and see. Write checks and pay cash for all gun and ammo purchases. Most gun stores take checks. The one I work for takes checks. We have no problem with it. Because we know law-abiding gun owners are the most honest people on the planet, and we've never had a check bounce. Not one time. 
Once gun purchasers begin writing checks, of course, uh, expect uh, the banks to leap onto that merry little bandwagon and start denying funds from your own account to honor the checks. They'll come back and say something like, we cannot honor this this purchase. Uh, we could not allocate the funds from your account to cover it. You need to fix this uh, this issue with the, uh, the retail store that you were at, and uh, we're washing our hands of it. It's going to happen. I firmly believe that this issue could easily create the catalyst for the government to force us into a cashless society too. Because if they make us a cashless society and that we have to run on a credit system, all they have to do is pressure the credit card companies and the credit issuers and guns are gone. Gun purchases. And this is why it's so important for all of us to learn how to build our own firearms at home. They're going to try to ban them. Well, not that they're going to try to. They're, I mean, they're, they've been trying to. But you better start stocking up on ammo now, too, because they're going to start coming after that. They're going to start flagging purchases of ammo and firearms. So once they see how effectively they can control our spending uh, with firearms and ammo, they're going to move to implement it in all areas of our life and always in the name of public safety, of course. Well, we got somebody else fighting back for us, Mr. Lance Gooden. He's a Republican out of Texas, and he absolutely set fire to the credit card companies and their move to track our firearm and ammo purchases. He said also the same thing I did. It is going to lead to a national registry of gun owners. And Mr. Gooden sent note to Visa, American Express, and MasterCard. And these were his words. He said, it's apparent that your decision to track and monitor Second Amendment enthusiasts is not based on any financial risk, but on appeasing misguided political pressure from gun control activists. Um, well, I don't think you understand, Mr. Gooden. This is financial risk. <laughs> and, and not because It's financial risk from their shareholders. But I don't know if you know that part yet or not. You're going to know it soon enough. Mr. Gooden also said, while it may be politically convenient for you to target the firearm industry at this time, this will undoubtedly lead to an uh, irreversible politicization of our financial system. Yes, it will. You better believe it. Gooden also demanded to know what safeguards the financial giants will put in place to ensure that Americans' right to keep and bear arms uh, is not infringed and, what, and asked what communications they may have uh, that they may have had with gun control advocates. And he asked, what safeguards are in place to ensure you will not deny law-abiding Americans their constitutional right to purchase and keep firearms? Under what circumstances will financial information related to the purchase or sale of firearms and ammunition be shared with federal agencies and law enforcement organizations? Did I call this? He also told them, Please retain any relevant documents and communications related to the creation and implementation of a merchant category code for firearms retailers needed for future oversight or legislative requests from the United States Congress. Specifically, any relevant documents and communications with any federal agencies, including but not limited to the Department of Justice, the Comptroller of the Currency, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, and Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Also, any, related, any relevant documents and communications with non-governmental organizations, including but not limited to the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence, 
uh, guns down America, every town for gun safety, moms demand action for gun sense in America, and the International Organization for Standardization. He continued, again, I urge you to abandon this unnecessary surveillance and criminalization of the firearms industry. I would caution you that moving forward with the proposal will be interpreted as a direct attack on the constitutional rights and privacy of law-abiding Americans. Amen, Mr. Gooden, and I appreciate men like you standing up and doing exactly that and putting these credit card companies on notice. Now, while this may look bleak, people, if you have credit cards, you contact Visa yourself and let them know of your consternation about this issue. And you contact your representative. I don't care if they're flaming liberal communists. You notify them and say, you are crossing the line. We know that you're part of this. We know you've got your dirty little hands in this. Don't try to deny it. We know that you'd love to use the credit card industry to shut down gun purchases. And we're telling you we're putting you on notice. Get a hold of them. Even if they, even if they have plausible deniability, it doesn't matter. You pour it to them. Contact your reps. Contact your credit card issuer. I'll be contacting my bank and letting them know, don't you jump on this bandwagon. We got to fight back, people. We must always be on our guard. And this is just another backdoor attempt at an assault weapons ban, gun banning, ammo rationing, gun rationing, and a national registry. That's all this is. And they're using the credit card companies to do it. How, do you, how, how does it feel knowing that you've got your enemy in your wallet? Wow. Thanks for hanging with me on this episode of the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. Uh, until the next one, keep your powder dry. Keep your head on a swivel. Get in contact with your representative. Get in contact with your credit card uh, carrier, issuer, whatever you want to call them, and let them know how you feel about all this crap. And never forget, incoming rounds always have the right of way. Royce out. So turn it on, tune in, crank it up. Royce Bartlett and the shooting straight show.